Diary of the Ghost Save Cal podcast. I'm your host, Katie Welch. And I'm your host, Chris Mullally. And today we're going to be talking to account manager, Chris Brown. Hey, guys. How are hey, you? Hey, welcome to the show, Chris. Yeah. Great to have you on. Glad to be here. Yeah. I'm excited. So why don't we just get started and um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you, how long you've been at SoCal, mm-hmm. and what you do here. Yeah, so I've been at SoCal for just over five years now as of this past Sunday, um, and I'm an account manager. Started out as an account coordinator, was in that position for a year, and then I transitioned into the account manager role. So as an account manager, what does that job look like on a day-to-day basis? So, I mean, on a day-to-day basis, we are the main points of contact for our clients. Um, you know, behind the scenes and everything, we are in charge of making sure all the campaigns are running as they should, everything is set up, um, and just gauging performance and coming up with new ideas and whatnot to show our clients. And speaking of campaigns, give us an example of the different array of products that we're currently offering our clients. Yeah, so we do paid search, CTV, uh, you know, any digital ads on you know, uh, Facebook, like display ads, all of that stuff. So really any digital advertising medium, we do it. Awesome. I wanted to especially dive into CTV because yeah. I know that's a really hot product for us. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what it's, what it's all about? Yeah, so CTV stands for Connected Television. Um, Basically, long story short, it's a TV-style advertising that is shown on any streaming TV network. So you can view it on Apple TV, uh, the Amazon Fire Stick, any of those kind of devices that have the streaming TV. Um, And then we show on like your standard networks like ABC, Fox, all of that. Um, And what's great about our CTV is that we can hyper-target to who we're trying to get in front of. So it's not just like a, here's a spot to the masses. Um, we use like the first party data from the websites to target those and then to like do like a retargeting side of that too, so. So having that kind of a secret sauce, yeah. I guess you could say, uh, that makes it pretty effective for our clients, mm-hmm. right? They see the return. Um, obviously a lot of streaming video things is about the like, you know, like with the brand awareness. Um, so that's one of the main goals here is to get the brand out in front of those consumers. And if the dealers are running any offers or whatnot, that too. Awesome. Would you mind giving us maybe one example of a recent CTV campaign that you ran and mm-hmm. just, um, describe like what your goals were, your strategy, things like that. And then, um, what the results were. I know that's a lot of questions. Yeah. At once, no, you're but- fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a client up in Pennsylvania. Um, they wanted to go the route of TV, but not TV. They, you know, with a standard uh, TV buy, it's a lot of money most of the time. So. Well, a lot of who are cutting the cord. Exactly. I mean, you know, there's yeah. a lot of cord cutters, especially more, like millennials. And- yeah. And, and like more, like more people are going towards that. So that said, you know, they wanted like an effective way to get out there that's cost effective because you can get further with a CTV budget than you can like a, like a standard buy on like cable or whatnot. So we put together our plan for that, the spots we wanted to run, um, you know, and over like that first 90 day period, they saw an increase in leads on the website and site visitors. Or was it surprising the results that you guys were able to achieve? Yes, I wouldn't say it was surprising per se, but they were impressed with the results. Um, you know, they were familiar with streaming TV, um, but, but hadn't done it before. Sure. So. For like a CTV campaign, would mm-hmm. you say that this is like a one-off case? Like this is like, or or does this work in every market? I would say in every single market, oh. mainly because we can hyper-target those people, and you're going after like a lookalike audience from what they are, are getting on the website. 
so you're able to target the like the ideal shopper more so than just people ages you know between 30 and 40 or whatnot so so did they do anything else i know they added the ctv campaign mm -hmm. was that the only change they made in their advertising was just that ctv campaign so they knew this this increase in traffic was yeah. That was a direct result of this campaign. So at that same time, that we also redid their structure for their paid search, uh, like with those uh, kind of campaigns. Yeah. Um, and with that, we instantly saw the conversions go up. It was more so doing like a micro moment uh, strategy, which means you have different buckets with campaigns um, and aligning those with what you're trying to accomplish. And they go down that like the uh, sales funnel too. So you have a bucket that starts at the very top and then it goes down from there. Um, and from that, we saw better conversions and then more leads from the paid search too. A lot of people may not be familiar with micromoments and you kind of describe like the buckets and whatnot. Can you yep. go a little bit more into detail like what those buckets are? Like when you say yeah. buckets, like what do you mean by yeah. that? So a bucket is like a campaign. So they're sectioned off into like one, two, three, four, and five. One being the highest level of that funnel and then five being like the bottom of that funnel. So like your five is like where people are ready to buy a car. Exactly. And your one is just what, them looking like browsing? They're browsing and tier one tends to handle that more just because they're trying to capture that buyer. Mm -hmm. And then it gets kind of siphoned down from there. What's one thing that people absolutely need to know about CTV going into 22 and 23? You know, I would say keep staying out there with it. I mean, more and more people are starting to move to that kind of medium when it comes to, you know, TV. Um, so if you're advertising on it, I would say to continue, but make sure that you know how it's being placed and how it's being done. Um, because with that, you can get super targeted, but if you're doing like a shotgun approach, you're not going to see the return that you might think from it. Okay. So on an average a campaign, like a CTV campaign, just like with any kind of other advertising, especially mm -hmm. digital advertising, yep. you know, this is a process. Like it's not something that you can necessarily, you're not always going to see instant results Exactly, from. yeah. You know, so what is like a timeline? Like if, so if a dealer, you know, is running um, a CTV campaign and, you mm -hmm. know, they're not seeing any, or they don't think they're seeing any kind of results, like, right. you know, in a month, two months, three months, do you think by like by the third month they should be seeing some kind of results or? Yeah, okay. I would say so because it still follows that like buying cycle and it's a 90 day window. So you're not going to see, oh, I saw this spot today, I'm gonna to go in and buy it. You're gonna see that cycle towards the end of that 90 days. Sure. And the longer you keep that running, you're gonna keep feeding that like funnel with people. Sure, so. I mean, you know, I think in advertising and marketing, you know, somebody mm -hmm. has to see something five to seven times for on average before mm -hmm. they'll act on it. So I would say, you know, obviously frequency, frequency is yeah. key to yeah. those kind of campaigns. What did you learn as an account manager from this campaign? You know, back when we started this, you know, obviously I knew how we can target and whatnot, but just getting so targeted that we're hitting mainly those ideal shoppers just really showed how far ahead in advance our product is compared to others. Yeah, because I'm sure SoCal's not the only company that's no, that has I mean, you CTV. have other mainstream vendors that are doing it too. Um, but I think ours is probably one of the best that's out, out there. So. so what makes our products better than our competitors' products with CTV? Yeah, I mean, we have a team that is dedicated to just making sure that they're performing well and that, you know, they're optimizing the campaign. So it's not just a set it and forget it kind of mentality. There's a team that's in there constantly making sure things are running how they, you know, should be. Or, hey, if we tweak this, can we get a better, like, impression with that or whatnot? 
I want to jump back for a second mm -hmm. and just refocus on hyper-targeting. Yeah. I know that this was a very effective piece of that CTV campaign mm -hmm. for those Kilo dealerships, but are there other products that SoCal offers that have that same hyper-targeting aspect that you can drill down into a really targeted segment? Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much all of our campaigns can do that because we take the first party audiences that are on the website. So those are people that are coming to the website and they're converting. So it's not going after people that haven't been there yet, which some campaigns do to try and get those like new shoppers, but then you build the retargeting side of that with that hyper-targeting. So. so Chris, at the end of every month mm -hmm. or every quarter or you know, twice a year or every year, do we do you give our clients kind of a um, rundown on like what the performance mm -hmm. of that that campaign looked like and the results they received from that? Yeah. So every month, I mean, we go through with the um, other stats from the campaigns. You know, within our dashboard, we have a section for CTV um, that really shows the impressions, how many people watched it all the way through. And then the like people who came to the website from that campaign. We also have a separate report that we send out that has all the networks that your spot was shown, how many impressions on that network, like the frequency and all that stuff. So that gets much more in the weeds as like where your spot was showing. And then in the dashboard, it's much more like high level. So you mentioned this dashboard. Is mm -hmm. this like something that our clients have access to mm -hmm. in real time? And so if they want to make changes, yeah. can they make changes in real time? Yeah. So they have access to, you know, to the dashboard. Um, same access that I have. So we see the same thing. Um, you know, it's nice when a client can go in and look at that because they're able to see what their ad advertising dollars sure. are like doing. Plus it also creates a little bit of transparency. Like exactly. you know, they know where their money's being spent and how it's being spent. You're not trying to hide behind curtains or whatnot. Yeah. Right. So that lets them go in and see how things are doing. And then if they ever have a question, we always hop on a call with them to kind of go through it. You know, some campaigns you can gauge, okay, if this is doing well in the month or not, but it's more of like that long-term goal. You've been with the company for about five years now, or over five years. Well, just five years. But. Congratulations again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what, what is something that you're noticing in terms of trends since you started um, five years ago and now in terms of the different uh, kind of advertising products that we're offering and things that our clients are asking for? Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy to think back. I mean, five years is not that long. Um, no. So I look I back. She's older than five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew, but yeah, um, but I mean, five years ago was what, 2017? And, you know, when I started with SoCal, we were heavy in the digital space because that's what we are. Um, but, you know, just over those past five years, we've evolved with the ever-changing trends with going more fully digital and like more and more clients are starting to go that route. Um, and just the fact that we've been staying on top of those changes and finding new ways that we can help our clients, and to provide them the best ROI with that. Obviously, CTV has increased probably in the last five years. You know, probably five mm -hmm. years ago, you weren't probably having as many people, you know, talk about wasn't CTV. wasn't really even, or, like, spoken about. Yeah, right, yeah. right. You know, so that probably wasn't a thing. But, you know, is inventory an issue as far as, like, spots on these, like, you know, when you're running a CTV spot? You know, that might be a concern if, you know, mm -hmm. if everybody's starting to run more CTV, where is my spot going to land? That's a good question. So CTV is not necessarily spot based. Like on your standard like buy, you would have your spots like the exact time they're going to run. With streaming television, it's based on impressions. So you're trying to bid for those impressions. Um, 
obviously the more budget, the more impressions you can have. Um, you know, the goal is to show up at the ideal times as well, like within like prime time and whatnot too. But like more so than not, it's going to be when someone's actually like watching that, you know, TV channel. So, you know, it's only going to show to that person if they're actively watching TV. So it's not like you could miss it. You're only going to see it if it's on. Um, and one thing too, that's pretty neat with our CTV is if you go to a site and you leave the website and go watch your TV, you're then retargeted with that ad if that site is running like a CTV campaign. So we're able to follow you from the computer to your TV. It's very comforting. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we are there, we're there every step we're of there. the way. We're there for you. Yes. We're, we're always there the for you. Yes. yes. You know, that's interesting that, you know, you bring up that them being able to follow you from like, you know, your laptop to your TV. And, you know, a lot of people, and I, I'm probably one of the people included, you know, if I'm watching something and I can skip a commercial, like, you know, I yeah. think we're all, we all just want to like skip the commercial. But, you know, with like a CTV spot, you know, you may be able to do that on your computer, but on your TV at home, you can't really do that as easily. No, I mean, it's basically, if you think about it in like the realm of your standard like cable buy, you can only really skip your commercial if you change the channel. And it's the same way there. You can only skip it if you change the channel. Um, if you're watching your streaming service on a laptop or a device where you can click, you can actually click on the spot and go to the website. So there's a lot of different ways there you can do things. Sure, I've clicked so. uh, accidentally on commercials a lot of times and think of it on website. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, so, you know, there's also, which I think is an interesting caveat, you yeah. know, where you get a, a little bit different of an audience, I think, you know, exactly. clicking on yeah. things and, yep. you know. I wanted to ask you, even though Katie and I have brought all these questions to you, is there anything you want to say in conclusion or um, as advice to anybody who wants to get into it, a potential client or? Yeah. CTV sounds like it's scary and whatnot. It's really straightforward. Um, it's a lot simpler than your standard you know, cable buy. So if you're looking to get into that space, I would take the jump. Um, you know, you'll be able to get those shoppers who you want to get. Um, and then, like you'll have a team that is behind it, making sure that it's performing how it should be. If you go with us, of course. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, it's somebody that, you know, maybe wants to get into this space. But mm -hmm. let's say, you know, they haven't run cable in years. They've never run, bought even in cable. They don't, they don't have anything necessarily to run, run for yeah. CTV. So what is, what's that look like? If somebody comes to you and says, hey, I want to do this, but I don't have anything to run and mm -hmm. I don't know what to run. Yeah. So, I mean, the first step there is to kind of go through what they're like looking for as far as like what kind of feel they want in their spot to run any offers they might want to push or whatnot. And so then from there, I would get with our team in the studio to write up a script. And then we go through that with the client, kind of go through if they like certain opening lines, offers, whatnot. And then once the client and then compliance is good with that script, then we go ahead and send it back to the studio. They make it and then we get it running. Is that like a long turnaround time? Because that sounds like that's a lot of steps to making that process work. I mean, once a spot has been approved to produce, I would say an average of two days at the most. Oh, that's, okay. awesome. Um, that's awesome. You know, just to give the team time to make sure that everything's fine-tuned, the graphics look good. Um, yeah. And I know that you mentioned compliance, and I know that's probably a concern for a lot of our dealers is, you know, yep. making sure everything's compliant. And so you mentioned about, you know, we make sure that the scripts and the spots and everything are compliant. Is that mm -hmm. just like a standard thing that we do for our mm -hmm. clients? 
Yep. So we are all very familiar with each brand and what they like and don't like, but we also send them in for like to get approved because at the end of the day, that's the final call. Um, so that adds to the process, but most of these compliance places take maybe a day to get back to you. Okay. So it's a pretty t- quick turnaround. Somebody call. Yeah. Somebody call today and be like, "I want to run CTV." Right. And the further you can plan ahead, then you don't have to wait on the spot getting made and whatnot. I so. do think too that it's cool that our company, not to toot our own horns, has an in-house production studio too. Mm-hmm. So we're not farming out a bunch of different exactly. aspects of creating this um, particular spot. Well, it also probably keeps turnaround time a lot shorter as well. Yeah. yeah. And the nice thing too is, like, if I ever have a question, I can just walk downstairs, you know, to the studio. Yep, true. And we can just, you know, talk. Exactly. Where if it's an outside vendor, you can talk, but they're not right there for you to go talk to them. Yep. So. Sure. Yeah. Chris, I want to say thank you so much for spending the time with us today. Yeah. I hope you found it fun as well. I did. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, Chris. Then how's it feel to be our first guest on? A lot of cameras in here, but, you know, know, a lot of lights. (laughs) You're a star now. I am. I (laughs) am. It's finally happened. Well, thank you guys. Whether you're listening to us or watching us, we really appreciate you. And we're looking forward to an exciting season of the Ghost of Cal podcast. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We love your support. Keep tuning in. Until next time.